Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Next Reel's Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, our weekly list challenges, surprises, Ooh. and more. Uh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good afternoon. Good evening. I'm Rob Cabosco from the Marvel Movie Minute. Joining 
us this beautiful Saturday is Kyle Olson. Hey, the, that's my name. That is you from also from the Marvel movie in it and other I'm and from other that show too from amazing projects and Mr. Ray Delancey. Whoop whoop. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Well said. Well, first of all, thank you to the audience. Uh, Congratulations on getting through Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th in 2020. I mean, man, if ever there was a situation where things could go terribly wrong, it was that day. And you made it. So good on you. They did. We didn't. This is a recording. We're not alive anymore. I think everyone knows that this is... When we're recording, don't spoil the magic. You're going to get fired. Although you know how much it, it, you funny. know how much I had to pay to get back on this show. Well, I, well, you me both. You know, though. <laughs> I mean, you say that it would be funny. Well, no, it would not be funny if it was not a Good Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> and what are the odds it's going to be, every, or have been, oh or was? God. This year, what is happening? <laughs> what is time, Rob? I don't know. Okay, let me guys. Let me just tell you this. I'm so excited for the show. Uh, it's, it's been, for the most part, a great week. Uh, I'm an Apple nerd, so there's been amazing Apple announcements. Yep. A bunch of stuff going on. You and I had a chance to be on a, another podcast. We were invited to be <gasps> guests on the Karate Kid Minute. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I got to actually go into And so that'll be, that'll be out. No, we'll be out until next year. But like they're, they're already, uh, you know, because they're banking their episodes. But right. that podcast is already out. So you should check them out because those guys were great. They were super nice to us. They could not have been better hosts uh and that show is really and it has it's just a nice sweet show about a nice sweet movie and so i got to go back and watch the karate kid which i haven't watched in 20 years probably maybe more really uh, that to, long it really had been that long i, I think I, I told the guys i don't think i'd watch it since it was on vhs wow. like i really don't think i'd ever gone back and, and looked at it in all that time and i'm and I'm kicking myself now because it holds up it's a really oh, yeah, good movie. it totally does but yeah. after that, I also then watched, because uh, I was on an 80s kick, I watched Brewster's Millions, oh. uh, which is, a, I know it's a different thing, but like same about the same time, like the same time period. And I realized that both of them had something in common in that they just stop. A lot of 80s <laughs> movies, just instead of having like finales and wrap ups and setting up stuff, they just like get to the point like uh, the hero wins and then freeze frame credits that's it it's like oh i kind of wanted to know like what was the next five minutes like what happened what happened to all these people back in those days you were just great you got a full movie okay and now we're done yeah snap (laughs) okay i gotta back up just one minute i gotta ask what part of the karate kid did you guys wind up talking about oh or is that a secret i'll let him talk okay no it it was interesting we were kind of it was kind of funny because I think we bring, okay, if you listen to the Marvel Movie Minute, by the way, Marvel Movie Minute season three in full production, we'll have, we'll talk a little more about that later. But one of the things that we, uh, you know, we examine every frame, right? So we are in the part, we're in the minutes right before Mr. Miyagi reveals to Daniel why he's doing all of this. So, you know, he gets, he's finally getting ticked off as he's been doing all these chores so around the house. He's, he's sanded the floor, sanded the floor, he's painted the fence, painted uh, the house, he's, uh, he's painted the house. And now he's just at the point where he's like, why am I doing all these right. chores? Right. <laughs> and he's had enough. I mean, he's totally told Mr. Miyagi, yeah. he's ready to just say, I'm out of here. And he's right at the point where Miyagi, you know, the beautiful turning point where the, the protagonist of the story actually gets the, the, the reason for his journey. And that's where the minutes ended. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about that. that. So not to spoil anything, but, you know, we, we obviously got some ridiculous trivia uh, uh-huh. about different set pieces, props in the movie. And yep. it was really just enjoyable. I mean, no, they, yeah, they do a great fun. job. We enjoyed it. And because the movie is so 
it's so lovable. It's so endearing. It's such a part of, I know anyone who grew up in the eighties, but also just a great movie, which did not need to be remade in any way, but <laughs> I digress. It's great. It was wonderful. That was such a great time. It was a yeah. good week. So the Karate Kid Minute, you can find that on any of your podcatchers of choice. Well, what a great, what a nice way to open the show with a little cross-pollination. Yeah, exactly. There you go. The podcast community. Creatives, yes. Well, very good. All right, we'll get right into the news because we've got, we have an amazing game later, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> news, you know what? I mean, it's been all weird. I mean, for those of, of you who are listening who are within the confines of the United States, you know that there's been a lot of things that have been taking people's attention. Obviously, also continue to stay safe with everything that's going on out in the world. What uh, could that possibly? Yeah, be? <laughs> I mean, there's things. <laughs> so anyway, but I got to tell you, I had my family and I had a fantastic week, and it was thanks to to Kyle. Kyle, this was a suggestion he made to me a few weeks ago. Ooh. We binged the Apple TV Plus series Ted Lasso. Oh yes, <laughs> and it was absolutely. Amazing. And I just want to just right off the top, just say, look, if you have young children, this is not a show for young children. No, it is a hard R. If this show was a if the show was rated, it would be a hard R only for language and and only for for language for for what's any. Yeah. Um, But it was absolutely fantastic. And one of the things that just hit me was and I realized we you know, we love cinema. This is why we're here. This Mm -hmm. is why you're listening. But obviously this year has been unlike any other year. And it is amazing to me the quality of content that right now is in episodic television on streaming services. Very we true. just came off watching. We watched haunting of Bly Manor, which we loved on Netflix. We just mm. finished watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV plus. I am blown away by the season three of star Trek discovery on CBS. Access. Oh yeah. It is absolutely incredible. If you've not seen any of star Trek, star Trek discovery yet, that's okay. You mm-hmm. can literally jump right into season three, <laughs> pick it up. Mandalorian is off to an amazing start. I have been told by several friends I have to watch The Undoing on HBO Max. Oh, interesting. Which is a okay. show with uh Hugh Grant and uh Cole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And as we heard t- just today at the time of of recording this, we have WandaVision coming on January yeah. 15th. Yeah, yeah. Just incredible stuff being done on the palm size screen that you have in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but you know, please don't watch it on that. Oh no. Like unless you have to, right. you know, like make that be the emergency thing that you get to. Cause these things were never designed to be looked at. I mean, this is why Quibi failed. Yeah. Was, <laughs> things are not designed to be watched on your phone. I mean, TikTok is great, but TikTok right. is also TikTok. Right. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's interesting that the the they're really hitting the promotional thing for WandaVision hard right now. Like the, there's interviews, there's there's clips, there's all these, there's images coming out, and yet they finally released the date, and it's next year. And it's like, why why are you torturing me? Like, right? Uh, wasn't but, it supposed to be like December? There's been a lot of right. <laughs> a lot of maybe's and supposed to be some discussion about this. But I, I also find it interesting that because. When you have a show like this and you're part of Disney and you're part of the promotional machine that when things change, some things get get up to date on that. Some things don't like right now. If you really dig carefully, you'll see there's a lot of Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff out there. Right. because this is when it was supposed to be out. Like sure, I, went, yeah. I remember going to comiXology and they had a big section on who is the U S agent. And here, here's all the issues you can get. I'm like, why would people care? Oh, right. Because he's supposed to be. Yeah. So 
<laughs> the same thing now. Like they're 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 showing it, and we thought this would be it. Like this would be the one Marvel thing we'll get this year, and no. So so I'm excited. I'm glad we're gonna. They have a date. We're gonna see it. But at the same time, we were going entire all of 2020 with not a single new Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. product at all. And that hurts. So let me ask you guys a question because you're obviously Marvel aficionados. You know your stuff. This will be the first time that Marvel Studios, who is responsible for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it, has been 100% responsible for a TV series. You know, obviously we've had Daredevil and the other heroes on Netflix and we've had but those have not been 100% Marvel. Do you think that Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige will be able to do with the TV series what they've been able to do with the films. It's interesting. I, I, with having seen the Mandalorian, <laughs> I would have to say, yeah, they're, they're pretty well positioned to do that. It'd be interesting because when you have stuff like you talk about the Netflix thing, the Netflix uh, defender shows were great, but they were also self-contained. So they're sure. all sort of in the, in the sure. bubble agents of shield and agent Carter. And were supposed to be sort of, connected and going on but it was always downstream it was always like this is what we're doing reflect your show on that it never sort of came back right. around uh, even in endgame which was packed full of characters not one person from any of the television shows got to show up except technically agent carter but she sort of came down and back up but whatever um but yeah <laughs> but now that uh, he actually has creative control of the whole thing i think we're going to see it because it's going to go down to the television and then something will happen on the television show and then it will come back into the movies so that's what I'm most excited about right, is like right. he talked about how Miss Marvel is going to show up in her own show. We'll do six, eight episodes of that. And then she gets to show up in a future Avengers movie or, or whatever they're going to call it at that point. Uh, so that's kind of cool. So that we're actually going to get to see like what they're doing in between, which is the whole thing is like where like when the whole search happened for Bucky, like Cap and Falcon were like gone. And then they just show up in Age of Ultron like well, that was an exciting adventure. So what's happening now? Like, what what happened? What, tell us the story of that when you guys were out. And I mean, if, if we didn't have a Black Widow movie, I would say that that would be a good place to tell the Budapest story. But apparently that's going to be covered in the Black Widow movie as well. But I think it's going to be interesting to see it, it going back and forth, intertwining, like we've never really seen anything happen before. I think it's the integration. I would say that that's why I suspect the quality and the storytelling and the richness of all this and the way it all interconnects is going to continue to be great. The example of that now, with all those things being said, the real example we have of that is the one shots, you know, those little oh, sort yes, of vignettes yes. that were done. And those yeah. are all great, I think. Yeah. So, you know, that's a good, that's a good uh, hint. And I'll tell you, if you read up about what's going on with WandaVision, <laughs> WandaVision sounds like, it's going to be insane. I mean, yeah, the right? first, and, and this is no spoiler. I mean, you know, because yeah. people have seen this and they've talked about this in a yeah, few that, articles. That amazing trailer that has well, so the, much stuff in it that we have yet to unpack. Well, the trailer, and I mean, you know, it looks like this is obviously within Wanda's vision, her, Wanda's vision, her, what she's envisioning. <laughs> you know, cute. Um, but that first episode, reading the story about how it's based on uh, pretty much like the Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, you know, sitcom. Uh, that's right. in black and white. At least. Yeah. They they patterned the episode after that. They brought in a live studio audience mm -hmm. and they used equipment that was from that time. 
that's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know they had gone that far. Yes, yeah. Like- yeah. Apparently they shot like a traditional sitcom and both of the actors, uh, uh, Elizabeth and Paul said they loved it. Like they loved like performing live before this, uh, this audience. Did you live see the audience? Did you see the, sto- the story too about Paul Bettany, I guess was saying after having this experience, he looks back at his career and goes, wow, there's things I should have done that I didn't like <laughs> He literally had this moment where he's like, this is incredible. This is just an amazing as an, as an actor to have these experiences. It just, I'll tell you what, I think, you know, it's, it's amazing how things sometimes work out. I think for the uninitiated or for the people who are the casual Disney plus, you know, either subscriber or watcher, this Mm -hmm. may be the best show to launch the MCU on Disney plus with. Okay. Really? What makes you say that? Because, because they're, because you're, you're teasing people with so many different genres. You've got, oh. I mean, it sounds like the season, every episode, you know, jumps to a different genre of family sitcom. And you've got so many different ways in which to bring people in the, the full house people and family ties <laughs> fans, right. And the Brady bunch and all this. I mean, seriously, like you're expanding it way more than what you were with agents of shield or a hardcore, you know, Falcon and the winter soldier. I mean, this may actually, this may actually work out way better for them. That, now that's just that. me pontificating, but whatever. I can totally see that. I didn't think about it from that angle, but totally. Hmm. You know, I you know, I think I was going to say this might be the one show from Marvel that I'm looking forward to the most, but I think I'd be lying. <laughs> I think it's I think <laughs> what, I'm still looking forward to uh Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier right, right, sure. more, yeah. but um I but Vision has always been one of my favorite characters, and I'm really looking forward to what happens here because obviously it looks like he might be coming back, even <laughs> if he doesn't come. Like even if he doesn't come back full time, or if he doesn't come back for real, you know who knows what's going to happen. Right. Um, I'm just excited for more time with Vision because Paul Bettany is a treasure, <laughs> and. Very He's nice. done very well with the character. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, totally. So anyway, so much, so much great stuff out there. We're going to continue to talk about it. But speaking of characters coming back or not coming back, Ray, you had mentioned a story about uh, the Fantastic Beasts and right. some cast changes that are happening. So uh, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding Johnny Depp in the last year year and a half two years i don't know how long it's been going on seems like forever and uh just when i personally thought that it was starting to you know get away from him and more so on his former wife um he's gone and been taken away from the role of grindelwald in fantastic beasts three and there i mean they didn't come out and just plain say this is why he's out but um he's gone fans are upset i personally they are you should are they really okay you should you should there oh man people are talking about boycotting the movie it's crazy (laughs) but okay in in all honesty, I'm I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, me not too. the oh, yeah. not the hugest fan of Johnny Depp. I've always thought that he's been really overrated. 
but I have really enjoyed him in the role of Grindelwald. I know that the second film had its problems, but even with those problems, I thought that he has done really well at not being Johnny Depp and being the character, if that makes sense. Well, he got to break out his British accent again, so I know he always enjoys that. But uh, now that he's out, it looks like they're in talks with Mads Mikkelsen to fill the role. It's not been um, confirmed yet whether or not he's taken it or if there's anyone else up for it, but that is what the rumor mill is saying and talk by rumor about mill, an upgrade I, oh man <laughs> like kind the of. fact that, that uh, warner brothers had to write a 10 million dollar check to get johnny depp out of there but like if you get mads mickelson out of that that was 10 million dollars well spent i i mean i gotta tell you especially with that character i find it interesting that outside of all obviously the real life scenarios that are going on uh you know, that character we already know can change his face, right? Like there's there, mm-hmm. like that's right. not a jump. Like you don't, there's no real hard way to sell that change. Mads Mickelson. Mm. As soon as I read this, I went, Oh, I absolutely want to see please. him in that character. So, you know what it'll do. I, if what it'll do is I think for that again, interesting, it will bring a lot of renewed interest into that third movie to bring back some of those fans that were turned off by the second one. Sure. I heard a really interesting um, idea from a fan online where they said, uh, by the way, spoiler alert, if you haven't Hmm. seen the first Beasts movie, um, don't listen for like 10 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the first movie, you know how Colin Farrell plays, uh, I forget the guy's name, but who turns out to have been Grindelwald in disguise the entire time. Mm -hmm. Someone said, wouldn't it be interesting to bring Colin Farrell back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And he's Grindelwald using that face again. Yeah. Right. But they can't because he's shooting Batman. Oh. So they actually, because they actually did that. They actually like went, oh, we could just. And then they went, oh, yeah, that's right. Batman got pushed back. So now it's like, so they need to start shooting now, like now. Like he's going right. to come in like Vigo Mortensen came in to Lord of the Rings. Like <laughs> we're already shooting. Just run out there, put on this white face paint and go. Um, <laughs> so I mean, they, so whatever, whoever it is has to be someone of Mad's standing that he could just like pick up something and run sure. with it too. But yeah, I would have, I would have loved it. I actually, that was my, my biggest disappointment in the first one because I thought Colin Farrell was so good in that movie. Yeah, right? oh, and then he yes. morphed and he's Johnny Depp. And I went in the theater. I went, Oh, <laughs> like oh, what a downgrade that was. Cause Colin Farrell was so <laughs> great. What, what do you really think? <laughs> no, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. But, but wow though, it really makes you realize the difficulty right now of producing a movie. I mean, production yes, schedules. Yeah. I mean, just look at oh, that. Yes. Like, Oh, Okay. Well, all right. We'll see how this goes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go on to some happier, brighter things. We've got some trailers to talk about. Ooh, we do. Well, now, I don't know if they're all happy and brighter. But... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you and I are apparently in a very different emotional place than Ray is right now. <laughs> At this time of year, because this is going to get really interesting because what a bookend this is going to be. Okay. Well, okay. With that said, I definitely want to go in the order in which we have them here because that will, you're going to have an appetizer. 
there's going to be a main course and we're going to have dessert. So, <laughs> uh, you Kyle, what uh, what trailer do you have for us today? Uh, my trailer is for a little movie called The Happiest Season. Uh, it is a, actually a holiday film. I'm not a big fan of like the typical Hallmark movie you know, sort of a typical, you know, guy goes back to a small town and falls in love with the Christmas tree salesman or whatever. I like, you know, I, it's it's not really something that really appeals to me, but like everything about this trailer, I was in love with. Um, it is, uh, it's from Clea Duvall, who actually was an actress. She's done this up, but now has turned, she's become a actually pretty well-regarded director and she helped write the screenplay as well. And so it actually uh, stars uh, Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. So Kristen Stewart is another one who's, who's I'm, I'm finding fascinating these days. It's interesting that I'm a big fan of hers, despite the fact that she's a movie star, like both her and Robert Pattinson have become so much more interesting post twilight. Yes. Like I'll they're the kind of that. people that you sort of like go, Oh, they had their big thing and everybody, Oh, vampires. Sure. Whatever. Like team Jacob and whatever. But like now I, every time I hear them interviewed or see what they're doing now, I'm fascinated by like what they're doing. And like, I, I, I kind of had written her off as just another teen, you know, like she just got lucky by getting in a good movie, but it turns out, no, no, I was an idiot. Uh, and she's fantastic. Um, she was in the latest Charlie's angels movies, which Lady Charlie's Angel movie, I should say, which was, not a good film, unfortunately, but she was the best part of it. Just like Kate McKinnon was the best part of Ghostbusters Answer the Call, which yes. is a movie with some issues. Kristen Stewart was the best part of that Charlie's Angels movies, which had also had its issues. Uh, and so now she is in this one where uh, she is playing a uh, she's going back to the home of her girlfriend uh, and actually planning to propose to her, but it turns out that her girlfriend hasn't come out to her parents yet, and so she has to go and disguise as the friend. And I find this interesting because we've seen this kind of story been played out with guys before, sure. uh, but I've never actually seen this done with women. So, like, yeah. the, so like as I watch the trailer, I'm like, this is exciting to me because I've not seen this story before. Like, it's like, sure, it's playing the same tropes and it's a family kind of thing, but. Um, it, it, I, I, I sort of got the hairs on my arm went up because I'm like, this is a new story. Like, this is something we haven't seen. It's, it's, it's familiar settings, but uh, with a new context. And the cast is astounding. Like, her sisters are played by Allison Brie and Aubrey Plaza. And her best friend uh, is Daniel Levy. I, I mean, as if that's not enough for you, the parents are Victor Garber and Mary Steenburgen. Come uh, yes. on. Yes. Come on. Like, if you don't have a Hulu subscription, then you need one just for this. Yeah. And if you do get one, then uh, email me and I'll, I'll give you a whole list of what's good on Hulu. But I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm not like this. To get me into watch a holiday movie takes a lot. And this is it. What do you guys think? No, totally agreed. Um, cast is fantastic. It was really great to see the 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 gender for this. In this case, this is obviously like what you said. We've seen movies like this before, but not with this type of gender switch. Um, and I just also love tackling this issue within a holiday movie. Yeah, I think that's great. We're totally looking forward to this. And and I agree with you. I have not been a fan of Kristen Stewart. This is the first time I think I've seen her in a trailer because I haven't seen very many of her movies that I was yeah. like, oh. I'd like to see that. That's just me. I don't mean to be harsh. Just not just. No, no, I, that, I was, I, I was the exact same way. Yeah. Like I, I've come around on her as, as well because I, cause I was, I was an idiot. And so now I've like gone, Oh, it turns out you've been fantastic this whole time. And I was just uh, doing my little, put you in the square box thing. However, I can tell you that one of the funniest things she's ever done was her appearance on SNL. 
uh, in the Totino's pizza roll commercials. Have you seen these? Yeah. There's a trilogy no. of them. Oh, they're fantastic. I think they're all online. Uh, if not, they're probably on Peacock if they're not on uh, right. YouTube. But there's three of them. And there's, there's like a, it's like a, a thing they did. And she's in the last one. And it's so great. It's good to watch all three because it sort of build the quote unquote story of it. It's about like the housewife in the Totino's like, I got to feed my hungry guys. And it's like, like <laughs> all what she's doing while they're eating the Totino's pizza rolls that she makes for them. It's really, really funny. <laughs> Ray, what'd you think? I'm I'm count me the third in the don't care for Kristen Stewart party, but in listening to you, Kyle, talk about just how you've grown to appreciate her more post Twilight, I can kind of see that in this trailer. And so I think I'm more than willing to give her a chance. But her aside, I think this whole thing just looks like a great time. I think it looks hilarious. I think uh Garber and Steenburgen mm-hmm. were oh, yeah. amazing picks as the parents. <laughs> and yeah, all around looks really good. Well, speaking of great times, Ray, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your pick. <laughs> all a right. family friendly film. It is a family friendly film. I mean, it, it takes place on a nice rural farm, uh, on a secluded farm, uh, a nondescript rural town. There is a man who is slowly dying. He's bedridden and he's fighting through his final breaths and his wife is slowly succumbing to overwhelming grief. And to help their mother and say goodbye to their father, uh, two siblings, Louise and Michael, return to their family farm. But it doesn't take them long to see that something is wrong with mom. Can you tell that I'm reading? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, actually. But if you see the trailer, (laughs) there's definitely something wrong with mom. Yeah. She had a case of the uh, death by hanging. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't stop her. Spoiler, it's in the trailer. Uh, fit, but you know, but as you can tell from the trailer, I mean, it it has a really dark, really foreboding tone to it that oh, yeah. just says Christmas time all over it. You know, uh, it really fits in with you, you two, <laughs> your trailers. But um, no, this movie actually comes from director brian bertino who did the strangers Mm -hmm. if you've seen the strangers he's done a couple of other movies the other ones i wasn't familiar with and frankly i don't remember what they are Mm -hmm. but this movie is actually available right now it came out on november 6th in the u.s um i think it's on shutter i can't seem to find uh i can't seem to find an answer as to whether or not it came out on a specific streaming service or not i know it was in theaters at least uh for a little bit because it did make you know some money in the box office Mm. but um from what i saw i think i think it is available on youtube like i think you can actually i think you can rent or buy on youtube okay Okay, yeah november 6th was the release date on that so Oh, we should be yeah. happiest season, uh, Hulu on Hulu, November 25th. November 25th. That's right. Yes. So right in time for Thanksgiving. So I got to tell you, here's what I thought. It, <laughs> very scary, disturbing. <laughs> but I was intrigued. Like, I was like, okay, so what is it? What's the, you know, yeah. what's going on? And mm-hmm. there's some real, they're not, they're not jump scares, but they're real, like, psychological scares in the trailer. So if you're mm-hmm. into that, and, and who isn't? You, yeah, then definitely take a look. Certainly watch the trailer because you'll get a kick out of it. 
Yeah. Uh, so did Xander Berkeley just get really old or is that just fantastic makeup? Because <laughs> once I was like, you were on 24, not that long ago. Like, uh, I, 24 was a stressful experience, Kyle. I guess so. I mean, yeah, look what happened to Kiefer. Uh, the, <laughs> It's it's interesting to to see him. As, he's always one of my favorite sort of character actors, and I always like to see when those guys get another role. Uh, also, while you have your Hulu subscription uh, to to watch Happiest Season, he was also in a terrific little show called The Booth at the End. Uh, it was a micro budget show. That's when Hulu was independent and didn't have any money, but still wanted to have their own original shows. So it's all about a guy who solves people's problems. Basically, you, they come to him and they sit down with the booth with him and Xander Berkeley plays the guy and they just have a conversation. And that's the whole show is just them sitting in a booth having a conversation. You would think it would be really boring, but actually it ended up being really, really thrilling because then they would like sort of leave and then you would never see what happened. But they would come back with, did he solve it? Did he not? Did he make things worse? Uh, and they would just have these these uh, intense discussions. Uh, and so he was he was the main guy in that. And it was really interesting to watch. Hmm, very cool. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to bring this back to Sugar Plum and other <laughs> sweet things. My pick, and this was, you know, I just I caught this actually uh, this morning. Uh, it is Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. And yes, it's another holiday streaming film. It's going to be on Netflix. It it premiered on Netflix yesterday, hmm. which is Friday the 13th. Um, <laughs> now, OK, here's the reason why I picked this. OK. And again, like I'm not I'm not a huge fan of these sort of like Hallmark Channel sort of DNA holiday films. But what I did really enjoy about this is, is I read a couple of the reviews. The Guardian actually probably had the best uh, re- uh, t- ex- explanation of this. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, A Sugar Rush of Steampunk Joy. (laughs) And if you watch the trailer, that's what you're going to get. But here's, I mean, in all seriousness, here's the cool part about it is it's a holiday film. It's a fantasy film about a guy who basically is a toy maker and crazy holiday hijinks ensues. And there's obviously kids involved and families and everything else. But the cast of this movie, Forrest Mm -hmm. Whitaker is playing the main character, Keegan-Michael Key, Felicia Rashad is in it. Nice. which was great. Ricky Martin's in it. Here's the thing. If you haven't figured out the white guys are relegated to the background. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, if anybody's ever watched a holiday movie, right? This, for this type of production, it looks lush. It looks incredibly uh, ornate. It looks like it's got beautiful music of uh, the music. The score in this was uh, by John legend and Philip Lawrence. Ooh, nice. I got to tell you, I, I, think that's great and i'm actually going to be sure probably over the thanksgiving weekend thanksgiving in the united states i'm going to definitely watch this because i just think it's cool that we're expanding our horizons on what is traditionally considered holiday fair for entertainment amen to that i uh i really enjoyed this trailer um i'm i'm not really one for this type of christmas movie (laughs) but i um not to sound ridiculous and cliche, but there was just something magical about this trailer. Uh, I really love the cast. You, but, you know, I got to say, when I got to the end of the trailer, I was shocked because I was really expecting to see Kathy Lee Gifford in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, maybe she was. Maybe she was. But no, for real. Um, uh, I think that this is great. I I don't think Felicia Rashad gets enough work. I agree, oh, totally, completely. Yeah, no, and she looks great in this. She's playing, I believe, yeah. it, it looks like she's playing Forrest Whitaker character's wife. 
she's according to the cast list she's grandmother journey oh well maybe Mm. i'm wrong (laughs) (laughs) well now i want to be surprised i don't want to be spoiled anyway but i thought this looked great yeah i think the other two names uh, on the cast list i thought were fascinating were ricky martin Mm -hmm. mr uh you know right as play, he's playing Don Juan Diego, another great character name, oh. uh, and Anna Canoni Rose. For those of you who've seen The Princess and the Frog, oh, and the yeah, many, yeah. many other things she's done too, but like she is also a Disney princess, which makes her royalty. So, Absolutely, yeah, good choice, Rob. Ah, well, there we go. And that, uh, like I said, that comes out yesterday, November thirteenth. On, <laughs> hope on you Netflix. enjoyed it. Yes, um, are right, some nice trailers. And race. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> not untrue. <laughs> All right. We just, okay. So it's game time. Now, I think people who've been listening know that Kyle and I are big fans right now of the of the tournament style stuff. Yes. I'm not going to disappoint. No, and, and I got to tell you, I loved last week's show. I just thought the whole thing oh, was entertaining. I love the conversation to come about. I got to break out my accents. We don't get you, to do that often. You may get a chance for some of those. Ooh, great day of the morning. So I thought about, I, you know, I know we have an international audience. And here's the thing is what I wanted to do is I wanted to do. And I apologize for all the accents I did for all the <laughs> countries that you're from. From those areas <laughs> that you're doing the accents from? Yes, exactly. Um, I wanted to do something that unites us as a global community. I wanted to do something that's good, that's timely. Mm. And I wanted to do something that unites the three of us because uh, this is a wonderful oh. experience. I love doing this. And you know, what can you I bring guys. you all together? So here's what I did. You all know it's November. And it uh, for uh, Americans, it's election month. <laughs> but for our friends down under they have made november something extra special that's right two mates travis garone and luke slattery met up a few years ago for a quiet beer in melbourne australia melbourne and their idea sparked movember oh that's right november. so movember people know celebrates the mustache but it's really also an annual event that involves not just growing mustaches. It's also includes beards. And that's what connects us. The beards. Oh, we yes. are brothers mm-hmm. of the brush. Right. So we, so I want to do something that does that beards. And, uh, and it also, it's really to bring about awareness to men's health issues, such as prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and also men's suicide prevention. So all great stuff. Uh, the goal of Movember is to change the face of men's health. You can learn more at Movember.com. Great thing. So I thought, okay, facial hair, our love for cinema. What are we going to do? Ooh, That's right. I love this idea. 32 beards, 32 oh. matchups for facial follicle dominance in cinema. Oh. We've got 16 first round matchups, followed by eight second round battles, then four semifinals, concluding with a championship match for all the hairs. <gasps> I will present to you both a matchup of beard versus beard. In the event of the tie, of a tie, I will cast the deciding vote. That's right. It's time to play which beard wins. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, wow. This is so exciting. This is <laughs> just, okay. I hope you all enjoy this as much as I had the fun <laughs> together. My wife just walking past the office all day today to look at me and I'm sitting here giggling and she's like staring at many beards. <laughs> all right. So the first one, they're all themed. First, okay. we have the battle of the well-groomed villain. Ooh. First, kneel before your General Zod. <gasps> and I'm talking yes. about General Zod from Superman 2. Come on, give me yes. a break. Terrence yeah. Yeah. Versus everyone's favorite Nakatomi base jumper without a shoot. 
Hans Gruber. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Gentlemen, oh. which beard wins? Holy cow, oh. those are two amazing beards. Damn. Okay. I'll say. All right, so we've got we've got Kryptonian evil. Yes. Uh, so we've got it. Uh, he's uh, but you know Hans is homegrown evil. Does that make a difference in, in our in our like you know he's he's one of us even though he's not really one of us. <laughs> both had both had uh, good crews, good ambitions, and both got uh, defeated by a trick at the end. Now you could now you could decide just to ch- just to choose this solely on the quality yeah. of the beard. True, but I'll let that to you. <laughs> I well, said they're both so well manicured. Yeah. That being said, I think I have to kneel before Zod. Oh, interesting. All right, because yeah, I was thinking the opposite way. I was thinking like uh, go for the hometown hero. So I'm gonna go Hans Gruber. Ooh. So Rob, oh, Mr. Kabosko, to- <laughs> so kneel before Rob because you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Oh, Alan Rickman. I mean, I, I mean, it's such a great character, but Zod, I'm going to give it to Zod. <laughs> I mean, that, that beard is the manic, just the whole, yeah. there really are no losers. In this there's no losers. Great, there's there's no losers. So great. Terrence Stamp yeah. is so great. No, this is all going, the only is going to get better. So here we go. All right. Our second <laughs> battle. First round. It's the battle of the Hanks. That's right. Tom Hanks versus Tom Hanks. What am I talking oh, about? It's Hanks Jenny's own coast to coast. Forrest Gump versus Wilson's best bud, Chuck Noland, a.k.a. The Castaway. I was running. Which beard wins? Oh, boy. Yeah, for me, this this is an easy one. I got to go Chuck. Like the the weird, savage, uh, spear fishing, keeping that one package alive. That's that's the beard I think that wins. See? I got to go with Forrest Gump. And the reason for that is the reason for that is Chuck, you know, he's got the, the fish guts and uh-huh. the, the salt water all yeah, up in does. that beard. You know, he's not taking care of it. Meanwhile, at least Forrest has the whole windswept thing going on. <laughs> you know, he's blowing that thing dry. So he's taking care of it in some capacity. So I got to go with Forrest. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Ray's made a really good case. He does make a good case. <laughs> it's Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, I'm mad. I pressure. All right. Our next one. It's the Battle of the Wizards. No matter what the author says, this is the Battle of the Wizards. And it's for all the butterbeer. That's right. <gasps> Headmaster versus Gamekeeper, Dumbledore oh. versus Hagrid. Wow. Ooh, that's a good one. As I'm scratching my beard, thinking about it. I, um, I myself, I love them both. Absolutely adore them both. Slight edge to Dumbledore. Hmm. Only because I, I know we're going films here, but in the book, his beard is described as being able to be tucked in his belt. True. And that has always been an ambition of mine. And <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but all all kidding aside, though, um, Richard Harris uh, in particular, I think, had the better Dumbledore beard. And so I'm going with him. Hmm. <laughs> Rob, little did you know what you know to do because I have to go Gandalf because I <laughs> so, because I think okay, so, Hagrid, Hagrid. So we oh 
No, you said. I thought it was. Oh, oh it, this no, is Dumbledore oh, versus Hagrid. Dumbledore versus Hagrid. Head, yeah, head. Oh, yeah, headmaster Hagrid. versus gamekeeper. This is oh, all within... I thought. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought. Right. I thought it was. I thought it was a different. How did you know what the next sure battle was? Never I know. Mind. I, I, Never I mind. jumped ahead. I jumped ahead. Slow down. It's, Kai. it's reflecting in your eyes. Uh, no, I, in that case, then yeah, I'd have to 100 percent go for the headmaster himself right, because, uh, yeah, because also because of the beautiful the uh, things he puts in his beard. He's got these rings and things that they put. Oh in. yes, we should all be so lucky. Okay, no, that's okay. Awesome, thank you. You both. Are <laughs> I thought you were going wizard. I was guess I was thinking of the epic rap battles of history. But okay, this is really funny because the next battle is the battle <laughs> of the fellowship for the fellowship. Ah, okay, which chin will be your precious? <laughs> it's it's Gandalf versus Gimli. Oh, Gandalf Ooh. versus Gimli. Oh. Son, stop it. <laughs> I know well, it's tough. I, I know it's tough. I did. I never expected you to say Gimli. I know. I, I thought it was going to be Gandalf versus Sauron. Yeah. Oh, Sauron. No, yeah. I wanted this. This one. I know because because see the the key is here. These are both these battles set yeah. Harry Potter and and Lord of the Rings. I wanted them to be people on the same side, just to even make it more devious. <sighs> say you know Ray, you have a Gimli esque beard. I would say. I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. And I love them both, but I have to go with John Reese Davies as Gimli. Wow. So I would say, do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. You can see him. I, I, I think Gandalf, I think Gandalf stepped into the world fully bearded. <laughs> I think he. I think he was born like this. I think he came. I, I'm, I'm sure Stephen Colbert would set me straight. Uh, but yes, I, I can't. The, the epicness, the the beautiful curls of Mr. Oh, Gandalf the Gray. So or the hard. White. Why does your Gandalf look like he's pregnant? <laughs> he's I, just pooching out a little I'm bit. Gonna I mean, get... Hey, quarantine has been hard on us all, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, fair enough. Really no kidding. Fair enough. All right, we're gonna go. All right, I'm gonna give it to Gandalf. Because fair enough, you can't. Yeah, I mean that's and, and again, look, there's my Ray action figure. There's no oh, look, hey! you, got, you got everybody. Oh, he's got the rings in his beard too. I know he's got the rings in the beard. All right, all right. So now we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to have the battle for the panther. <gasps> that's right, T'Challa versus <gasps> Mbaku. Ooh, Wakanda forever. Which beard wins? Wow. T'Chaka is so, I mean, T'Challa, his beard is so well manicured. I know, I know, and, right? Mbaku's a little bit, you know. A little more wild. Well, right. Why'd you have to make it so hard? I don't know. <laughs> so Trust good. me, I know. It'll get easier in the second round because then there'll be some mismatches. But these, yeah. no, no, no. We needed to. Mm. It's such a regal beard. I know. Versus sort of like the savage warrior. I have to say Mbaku. Mm. Not a, bad, would, not a bad choice. I would like to say we will not have it, but no, I got to go with Mbaku as well. Oh, there we go. Mbaku wins. All right. All right. Now, so this one is a weird one. This one is the, I wanted to call this one Battle of the Ruthless because these are both oh. ruleless, right? Ruthless leaders. Um, the first one, uh, we know that Sparta is a tough place, right? <laughs> and we know that the leader is some is some great king. So, yes, that's right. This is Leonidas. King Leonidas. <laughs> versus. If. Now, if you're a pirate, you don't. And if you have this guy's chest, 
you you don't want to cross him. It's not technically a beard made of hair, but that's okay. Davy Jones <gasps> is our opponent. Which oh, Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. Dead, Dead Man's Chest? Dead Man's Chest. King oh. Gennitis versus Davy Jones. <laughs> Who would have thought? Wow. I did not see that coming. No, I didn't see that coming, right? Right? Okay. Mm. Yeah. Once, once again, we have a very regal Lord Beer, but the other one you can play a harpsichord with. I'm, so that's what I'm, I'm going to have to go with the uh, the loneliest man on the ocean, Davy Jones. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Oh, wow. I think that might be. Was that I, an upset? That might be an upset. Ooh, <laughs> oh. First round upset. I did not see that coming. All right, here we go. Our next one. First round. The battle for the sea. Mm. Yes. Yes, you're right. It is. They call him Aquaman, but his name is Arthur Curry versus King. My daughter uses a fork for a brush. Triton. Oh, dude! I know from different. From yes. Different, you know, yes. Genres here. Okay, so we're doing animated versus well, live action. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I'm just, just make sure we know we have level. So this is Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Aquaman. Jason okay, Momoa. So Aquaman. Sure. Um, versus King Triton. Versus King Triton. Oh, man. And King Triton. Gonna, I mean. King Triton. It's a I got to go King Triton all day. Yeah, I got to say, just, day. just for the fact that he can keep it so well maintained underwater. Wow. I guess see what happens when I get out of the shower. For that my long. Beard. Yeah. And it's like full and lush. Yeah. Got to go King, King Triton. Oh, sorry, Arthur. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, that's going to be an amazing second round. It's right. Adult Swim. Get out of the pool, Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, listen, I, you know, I know if you're listening and you're uh, one of our wonderful uh, female listeners, we, we obviously did not want to, you know, even though this is about beards, we want to make sure that we have equal footing here, right? Within the game. So the next one is the Battle of the Bearded Women. Oh. That's right. Yes. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, the greatest showman's Letty Lutz mm-hmm. versus the Boo Box Pirate. Now, if I have to explain <gasps> who the Boo Box Pirate is. <laughs> boo! 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 That is a character that is a cameo played by Glenn Close in Hook starring, starring Robin Williams. It was, oh that was the best god. I could do. Oh right. my god, that's so good. Which beard oh. wins? <laughs> I just, I just, I'm like, people are going, wait, Glenn Close was in Hook? Yes, look <laughs> yeah. it up. One of the weirdest cameos of all time. Oh my <laughs> god, Rob, that is so good. Oh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, and also, Grace Showman, I mean, like that, I mean, she's yeah. the star of that. I mean, the, that song, knows. I mean, if you saw that well, movie. A million dreams, it's all it's going to take because I got to go Greatest Showman. Oh, uh, Letty. Letty? You know what? Just just for the sheer surprise, I have to go with Boo Box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the Boo Box. Well, I did not think. You know, I hadn't thought this through. Maybe the tiebreaker, actually. <laughs> now I'm contorted. Okay. I'm going to go with Letty. Letty. Yeah, Fair because, because no, we'll, give it, we'll give it to Letty. Wow, that Fair second enough. round matchup is going to be... <laughs> crazy okay here we go all right all right we're halfway through we're halfway, do- we're halfway I'm to, done in my head i'm trying to like chart this out to figure out who's going to be up against who so <clears> all go right ahead. so here we go another one of the actor versus himself it's the battle of the russells kurt oh. russell that's right thing versus planet 
RJ McReady versus Ego. Oh, wow. <laughs> from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes. And, and of course, RJ McReady the from thing. The Thing. Yeah. Is it John Carpenter's The Thing or is it still just The Thing? Oh, I don't know. No. I know it's John Carpenter's Vampires. I'm just curious. Where yeah. he it's, got John, it. <clears throat> it's John Carpenter's The Thing, I think. Is the it? original. Okay. This is the original. Well, yeah, the original. So to make sure we're not, not against the other film. That's also right. called The Thing. <laughs> right. But which is a prequel to the movie I, called The Thing. This I got, is a remake I, of The Thing from Another World. I got to go with R.J. McReady. Oh, interesting. See, I was going to say, man, the Kurt Russell can grow a beard. And he's just gotten better over time. So I'm going to have to go ego. <laughs> no, I gotta tell you something. Your your beard is actually looking very ego. It, it, well, it's look. Well, it's also both, right? <laughs> I, Ray, I'm gonna go with Ray on this one. It's RJ okay. ready. Yeah, hey, I got no problems with that. No, that beard is. I mean, it. Yeah, it's a little crazy. It is. It is the definition of manliness. Now we're talking about ego, though, right? And I know ego thinks of himself as a god. So that's right. The next battle is the battle <laughs> but, of the messiahs. Jesus versus <gasps> Jesus. <gasps> Here it comes. Okay, Jim Caviezel. 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 Oh, I always get that right. Jim Caviezel from The Passion versus yes. Willem Dafoe. Ah, uh, from, from The Last, the Temptation, last of Christ. Temptation of Christ. Mm. Oh. You know, <clears throat> as a film, I like uh, I, I like Last Temptation more, but I gotta give the beard win to Jim Caviezel. You know, I got to say, I, I think I'm going to have to go the same way. I think Caviezel can really, really rock that beard. Yeah. yeah All go. right. JC. J- JC. It's, it is. JC versus JC. Caviezel. 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 I can't. I always, I always cannot say his last name. Sorry. Um, all right. Well, that's going to be interesting round two. Okay, here we go. The next one. Now we had, and we had to do this one. I think if you're listening, you're saying to yourself, okay, well, this, this had to happen. There's a beer that has not been mentioned. Well, of course. Now, (laughs) wait, Uh, we've had the well-groomed villains. We've got to do the well-groomed heroes. And because Kyle, you and I are here, we've got to go to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, of course. And of course, it's the mechanic versus the magician. Tony Stark. Oh, versus Doctor Stephen Strange. <gasps> you did a beard bros competition. I, oh. <laughs> wow! Uh, Which beard, beard bros battle? <laughs> what will happen? Boy, They're both good. Both good. Mm. Tony's changes a little bit more, but I don't. I don't know. You discuss. It's up to you. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I say Tony's has changed over the years. We've got to see it change and evolve and he's gotten a little bit of gray has gone through and he's done some different manscaping things across true for sure dr strange is pretty consistent though mm-hmm. true always sharp they're well groomed mm. uh, i gotta go i gotta go the sentimental favorite i gotta say team tony yeah yeah same here same all here. right that's very good i can't there's no he argument is there. iron man he is true <laughs> he's got all that technology you know the razors i mean i guess it's true That's right. up a can you imagine too. how many blades his razor has <laughs> can you shave with repulsors the world wants to know oh wow <laughs> all right tony uh moves along okay our next one now this one's weird this is uh <laughs> the battle of the grubby beards, right? I wanted to throw in some little curveballs here, right? So this is like, you know, Maddie beards. I don't know, just messy beards. And uh, the first is, you know, let the Wookiee win, Chewbacca. So Chewbacca, te- <laughs> Chewbacca technically is all beard, but we're going to throw him in there. Yeah. Versus 
what a cut this is. Everyone's least favorite Cyclo Turl from Battlefield Earth, played by John Travolta. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, man. You know what the that best was... part is this is? That movie is infamous, right? Yeah. And as I explained, Cyclo and Turl, uh-huh. both of you were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, oh, that thing that I had pushed out of my mind entirely. This, this yes. maybe, yeah, this, this, this should be easy, but I don't know. Yeah. What do we think? Always Which, let the Wookiee win. I, Chewbacca. I feel like I have to go against the grain. <laughs> what? You're- and I think I have to I have to go with Travolta. Wow. Oh. The only positive review that movie has ever gotten. <laughs> well, he wasn't reviewing the movie, just the beard. Just yes, the yes. Um, very fun. You know, though, I that beard. Okay, and I got to tell you something. Go, go Google that, even though I don't know it's if pretty, you should. Yeah. But Google the images of John Travolta yeah. as this character, because you will, you're not prepared if you yeah. have never seen this. <laughs> you true. will not know what's going on. You'll read up about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Chewbacca. Chewbacca's getting that. Fair enough. What a it's going to be a weird. All right. Anyway. All right. Now this one's weird. This one. I I wasn't sure because I had an option on one of the characters, but here's what we're going to go with because I want to make okay. it a little, little interesting. This is the battle of the wise and withered sages. Oh, so what is this? It's the master of the brick versus the master of the force. That's right. Vitruvius versus Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. And if you're wondering who Vitruvius is, yes, Vitruvius from the Lego movie. Still an epic beard. And he's a Still an epic beard. I mean, it's one piece, but, you know. And I could have, I was thinking putting Dooku in here, but then I was like, no, 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 I want to mix it up. Okay. So, which beard wins? I say, he's he's got a uh, Dumbledore-sized beard. Even more, I think, goes down to almost to his waist. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I have to go with Master Kenobi. Yeah, I, does, I, are we picking which Kenobi it is? Are we doing uh, Ewan McGregor versus? Oh, I in my Sir, head, I Sir guess Alec? I thought Sir Alec. Okay, Sir Alec. I'm yeah, still going right, with Sir Alec. Yeah, I'll I'll go with Sir Alec right. as well. Easy, that's great. All right, very good. All right, now we've got the battle of the. <laughs> jail, this is the battle of the jailbreakers. Oh. Will you escape from the rock with John Patrick <gasps> Mason? Oh, rest in peace, Sean Connor. Yes. Versus the man with two arms. Let me repeat, two arms, <laughs> Dr. Richard Kimball. Uh, <laughs> and I'm talking about the fugitive Harrison Ford. So wait, he uh, didn't kill his wife, did he? Two arms. <laughs> two arms. Two he arms. Was a one arm right. guy, one, two, two arms. <sighs> Which beard wins? Oh man, well, he had real such quick, a great beard. I that, just have to say how much I love whenever you crack up. As you're reading what the next <laughs> tier is going to be. I know. I'm a user. I know. I'm still laughing about the boo box. So <laughs> I think I got to go with Richard Kimball on this one. Oh, interesting. I I just really there n- nothing against Connery in the rock, but because um, he's got a, a wonderful beard as well. But uh, just something about. Harrison Ford's beard in that movie just I don't know it just felt so magical and fluffy and needed to be in a commercial I don't know well Tommy Lee Jones would disagree with you but sure <laughs> I don't care 
<laughs> Look, Ray, I know you're doing your best, but losers talk about their best. Oh, I have to go Sean Connery in the oh. rock. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Sean Connery. Just Archimedes. Yeah, but that was good though. I mean, no, those were those were both. Yeah, good. oh, it was a good matchup. All right, so here's the deal: we got two left in the first round. Um, this one's crazy because who would have thought? OD or ND? Original dude or new dude? It's the Battle of the Lebowskis. <gasps> Jeff the Dude Lebowski versus Son of Odin for post snap oh, in India. Oh, 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 that's such a great matchup. <laughs> Both <are good. laughs> Which iteration of Thor are we going with? Oh, we're going here with, because. With- Dude, Ragnarok Thor? Like, Thor? Oh, oh no, no, yeah. no, 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 no! Endgame, Thor. Endgame, Thor. Thor. Okay, okay, I totally snap, yeah. Okay, post snap, Endgame. Yeah, yeah I get the it. Depression took, body, Thor. I am um, post pandemic Thor. <laughs> right. I, I am ashamed at how long it took me to get the dude reference yeah. to Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's dead. I got to go with Jeff Lebowski. Oh, interesting. There's no wrong choice well, here. Well, yes, while the rug may bring the room together, I have to go with the beard that can magically braid itself. Oh. So, Thor. That's kind of a great... Yeah, I'm going to go with Thor. Thor's yeah. going to get it. That is a great reason. All right, here we go. All right, this is it. Final battle of round one. Oh, okay, man, he needs to go up against Davy Jones. Do what you got to do to make that we're, happen. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna end. <laughs> Magical beard battle. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> All right, we're going to end with, again, actor versus himself. It's the Battle of the Jackmans. Will it be Weapon X? That's right. Wolverine himself versus Prisoner 24601. Jean Valjean. At last we see each other play. Monsieur Le Maire, <laughs> you a different chair. <laughs> Which beard wins? Mm. Oh, man. I don't when know. I stroke my beard for inspiration. <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta say, just for the the opening scene, the 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 difference between the two, the shaved head and the full beard, it makes the beard look that much bigger. So two, four, six, oh one. Wow. Ray, what do you say? You know what? I'll go with that. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Sunday morning. All right, that's one it. beard more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. Okay, that's it. That concludes our first round. Okay, so now this is Woo, first this, round. This will get really like just crazy silly. It's gonna get weird. Here we go. So second round, first matchup: General Zod versus Forrest Gump. Oh God! <laughs> Kneel before Zod. Ah. Ooh, Ray. <sighs> Oh no. <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a- <laughs> He's not a smart man, but he knows what love is. I gotta go with Forrest Gump. Oh, oh my what? god. <laughs> I feel like a heretic, but I gotta One do it. Nation under Zod. Oh, I'm gonna go. Can we influence the judge? I'm gonna go with Zod. Yeah. Okay, all right, Zod. Okay, have Sorry, a nice Forrest. day. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Oh no! All right. 
<laughs> Our next matchup. <laughs> oh, this who who saw this coming? Dumbledore versus Gandalf. Oh, it had to happen. We going gray or white? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you pick. Gray, yeah, I think I said gray because the beard was much more. Yeah, robust. the gray. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. Franchise versus franchise. Mm, I'm saying Dumbledore. I'm sticking with Dumbledore. You're staying with Dumbledore. Mm. I won't be upset either way, but I'm going. Oh, yeah, I know. That's the nice thing about this is whoever loses, you still win. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's no losers here. (laughs) So I I can't take him for some conjurer of cheap tricks. So I'm still going to have to stick with Gandalf. Oh, wow. Oh, it's down to you. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Um, Which magical mentor shall it be? It's going to have to be, well, because Gandalf came back, he right? Did. So I'm going to go with Gandalf. All right. <laughs> that's it. Oh, God. Seriously, that's crazy. Okay, our next one. <laughs> and that's the beard's fault? <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a beard that wouldn't quit. <laughs> just, I mean, we had a big one. Okay. Our next matchup is Mbaku mm. versus Davy Jones. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, Davey had he's, he had double beard because in human form he had a beard and then oh, yeah. he had the tentacle beard. Yes. So it's like point. it's like double beard as opposed to that's a Baku single beard. And remember, it's very he can do a lot of things with it. Like plays. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm going with Davy Jones. Yeah, Jones? I say I, I love Mbaku, but I got to go with Davy wow, Jones. Wow, Davy Jones going deep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, this one, I, I don't even can't even believe I'm saying this. The, the next matchup is King Triton versus Letty Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what to say about that. King Triton all the way, baby. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I got to go sentimental favorite. I got to go Letty. She was so great in that movie. King King Triton's got an empire, but she has to deal with prejudice from the outside world and still sings like a songbird. Okay, but can you imagine how good you got to be to get your beard to look that nice using a fork? (laughs) He's probably using a fork. That's probably true. uh, uh, But, you know, she's got a a shed and he's got a kingdom. So Triton's going to do fine. (laughs) This, this is my version of smack talking. That's all I guess. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> go the judge. <laughs> I'm gonna go Letty. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna see what happens. They're both good though. All right, our next one: um, R.J. McReady versus the wow, wow, Jesus, Jesus, the Passion, Jesus, Jim, Jim, Jesus, R.J. versus Jesus, Jesus, Jim, whichever one you want, Jesus, Jim. J.C. by J.C. RJ versus JC. RJ versus JC. Well, there, there you go. go. Yes. <laughs> I got to go RJ. Yes, I have to go RJ as well. Sorry, yeah, Jim. He, yeah, he's all right. He's going to have to take one for the team again. All right, here we go. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. RJ, RJ wins. I'm joking. Um, all right, here we go. All right, we've got now. This is a, this is a crazy matchup. We've got Tony Stark versus Chewbacca. Oh, <laughs> wow! What? <laughs> wow! Uh, you know, I, I for this I'm going to have to go Tony Stark just because of the manscaping. Because uh, you know, it's like he actually put a lot of work into it, and Chewbacca just didn't do anything. Maybe he combed. That's about it. See, but. 
Ah, a counterpoint. Chewbacca. Look at Chewbacca when we see him in Revenge of the Sith. Okay, mm. it's 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 all wild, but it's kind of flowing. You know, it's there's a little bit of of body to it. And then whenever we see him in A New Hope, it's very sleek and majestic, and it looks like he's been maintaining it well. I'm gonna go with Chewbacca. Mm. Dang. <laughs> okay, I'm only gonna go. I'm gonna go sentimental. I'm gonna go with Tony Stark. Yeah. I, I mean, you'll see why. Because it'll it'll make up for a better matchup later on. Don't worry. Uh, oh, I see. You're looking, you're looking at the whole board. Ahead. I am just we're looking at We're getting down to the semifinals. Okay, so our next matchup. This this is such a great matchup. Obi Wan Kenobi versus John Patrick Mason. Oh, wow. Alec Guinness versus Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. Where do you go? What do you do? Yeah, boy. Yeah, both those guys are of the same sort of generation of actors almost. Right. I think. And they they both look really good without beards. Yes. And also with beards. And also with beards. And their beards are beautiful. Well-mannered, well-scaped. You know what? I'm going to go Obi-Wan because his beard also looks great after he's dead. Oh. That's right. Force ghosts. Oh, that got my vote. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would have been, I thought that was going to be tough. All right. I, yeah, I was, I was pretty tough, but I'd say, sorry, Sean. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. Our last one then of our second round, we have Endgame Thor versus Jean Valjean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thor all the way this time. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, Thor, Thor. That's... Sorry, Sean. Yeah. You stole a loaf of bread. You knew what you were doing. Yeah, you knew what you were doing. <laughs> Crying out loud. Feed your sister's son my hand. Anyway. My God, so, carries a hammer. All right. Okay, so this is it. We're 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 down now to our our semifinals. This is it. We're gonna we're gonna pick the the championship here as well as we get down to uh to all this. We've got uh General Zod versus Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah, it's Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah, it's gonna get easier. We've got Davy Jones. Versus mm. Letty Lutz. Oh, Letty. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stick with my boy Davy. Wow, this is gonna get so yeah. crazy. I'm gonna go with Letty. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna roll the dice Ooh. here. We're gonna go with Letty. Okay, Sorry, Davy. All right, our next one. Uh, R.J. McReady versus Tony Stark. R.J. Yeah, I guess I gotta go say R.J. Uh, you're darn right, you're gonna say R.J. No, that's that's pretty good. No, that, <laughs> I, mean, I, a, I think that's pretty, true. You know, even even gone wild in uh, Antarctica. All right, and then Still our looking good. our uh, our last semifinal here is Obi Wan Kenobi versus Thor. Wish we had that it would have been Thor versus Jesus, but you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> wow! <laughs> son of a god versus son of a god, you know. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and they and if you yell, oh my god, they would have both shown up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a joke. There's a couple of jokes in there. Oh, oh I know. I know. <laughs> All right. I'm tap dancing around. Yeah, yes, we are. <sighs> uh, I still got, I guess, still got to say Team Thor. Yeah, same here. Oh, all right. Okay. So this is it. We've got four. It's the final four. Ooh, the final four. We've got da-da-dun, da-da-dun. Gandalf versus Letty. <gasps> Gandalf. Come on. I'm going to give it a consideration because I don't know, but I mean, think about that. We are focused beards. We're focusing on beards. Beards. We're on beards. Yeah. Gandalf beard, man. You just can't, can't match it. So yeah, Gandalf. Gandalf enters the finals. And who will Was he there face? ever any doubt? Will Gandalf face <gasps> RJ McReady 
or Thor. Ooh. Oh, Ray, what have we done? I'm a classicist. I gotta go with the thing. Oh, okay. And I'm and I'm new school, so I gotta go Thor. Oh, uh, but you know what? RJ does not need magic to keep those locks the way they are, man. This is true. Oh, okay, you guys are split. The beard of a god. We're split. Yes. We're split. I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to McReady. I'm oh, gonna, wow. oh, so this is it. It's Gandalf. Gandalf versus, versus RJ McReady. RJ McReady. <gasps> what? Wow. Now, how did you see this, the final two coming down, Rob? I had no... You put somebody on the map and you're like, oh man, he's going all the way. Well, I thought Zod. I thought Zod, would, thought go Zod would go deep. Okay. And I thought, and I th- just I just thought everything between Dumbledore, Hagrid, Gandalf, and Gimli would go deep. Yeah. But, oh, oh man. Kurt Russ, now you think about it, it makes sense. It makes all kinds of sense. All right, what's it going to be? You shall not pass, or <laughs> I gotta get out of here. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta bust out of this. All right, hear me out. Okay, As, make your case, Fred. My first instinct is to say Gandalf, but that was not a real beard. So I gotta go with the guy that grew his own hair for the role and go with R.J. McReady. Okay. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Uh, he was not allowed to. They actually all of the actors showed up with their beards shaved, and the and the makeup person said, "Yeah, they all got to go." And they they made all of them shave off all their beards so they could keep the beards consistent through all of the shooting. So it wasn't Ian's choice that oh. it wasn't his natural beard. He was he was forced to put on the beard. But excuses. I gotta say, so, so yeah, well, hey, you you're gonna your thing. I'm gonna do mine. But I gotta say, so that is not only the man walking around wearing this thing on his face and making it seem natural, but it's a team behind him. That's right, the hardworking folks at Weta <laughs> who put all that time and effort and science and technology into that amazing beard. So you've got science, you've got magic, you've got art, you've got Gandalf. Okay, Rob, so, so we're really, settle the that beard was competition. Oh! Oh my god but i okay let me just go back down to the, the core reason of this it is the beard it's november remember men's health oh i should have known that mr kurt russell was going to reign supreme at the end of this it's rj mcready oh i did not see RJ. that coming i did not wow. see it coming either but that is a heck of a beard and i mean kurt it russell really is. is a herstute man Okay, I got it. And I don't feel bad about that at all because that is a heck of a beard. So I had no idea. And it's just amazing. I hope everyone's enjoyed this. Well, this was a ton of fun. Um, I'll say. Okay. The Boo Box. We are so good. <laughs> Box Pirate. That's actually what the character's name is in the credits. Yeah. yeah it's the, was it filled with scorpions? Is that what yeah, you Yeah, yeah they put her in and then they drop scorpions in. All oh, right. Crying out loud. slash her. Um, all right, let's. We gotta. We gotta get to lists. That's right. <laughs> so we had a. So I gotta tell you something. Before the show, we talked about this. I'm glad. I'm as I always try to listen to the previous week's show because Satmat is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> the uh, movie was uh, Lake Placid, and mm-hmm. the winning entry was the eye to eye encounters with the monster. Mm-hmm. Not just eye to eye. Eye to eye with the monster. I may have under- misunderstood that at the beginning. I had a different list, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. I've seen movies. I know I was on the show, so I guess I had the advantage that I was there, so I knew. 
Okay. Well, since you were on last week, this is part yeah. of your doing. Go ahead and lead us off. Okay. I had the first trailer too. Uh, so mine is going back to, we're going to talk about, since we're done, we brought them up before, Pirates. Uh, but not the kind of pirates you're thinking of. Uh, actually, a, this is a film from 1998 about a group of modern-day pirates who decide that they're going to pull a heist on a cruise ship. But when they get there, the cruise ship is deserted and everyone seems to be gone and they can't figure out why. And as they start investigating, they find out there's something on board that has killed all the people. And not until the very, very end do you get to see the hero, played by Treat Williams, face off against the monster in a film called Deep Rising. Directed and written and directed by Mr. Stephen Summers. And you can see a lot of the DNA that he would take from this and put together in a little film a couple years later called The Mummy. Nice. Actually, I think it's Treat Williams' finest film. Uh, I substitute two. Might be substitute two. So say Deep Rising. (laughs) You're, you're right. Come on. <laughs> all right, very nice. Uh, Mr. Ray, what do we got? Okay, so I am going to go with a film that not too many people are that keen on. It's from 1994. And speaking of beautiful beards, mm. the main character mm. in this movie who comes face to face with the monster has quite a beautiful beard. And it is Mr. Kenneth Branagh. And he is making his own monster. In Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, nice. I thought about that. Yeah, that's a good one. That and is a, that is an incredibly gross scene. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, it, it is. is. The uh, slip and slide scene. Right? He 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 fills those that tank with the eels, and then they you know they start biting Mr. De Niro, and then mm-hmm. eyes open, looks through the the porthole, if you will. Oh of yeah. the tank. Mm-hmm. Oh. There you go. Oh, nice pick. Oh, I remember when that yeah. moved. That came that was like in the whole vein of Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah. right? Everyone was and to, Mary Riley. Like from last week's uh, yes. <laughs> Horrible accents. I mean, good lord. All right. Mary Riley. So uh, <laughs> we just went to ASMR mode there. So yeah. uh okay, so my first pick. This is such a ridiculous film if you've never seen it. It's uh Malcolm McDowell. Annette O'Toole, Ed Bagley Jr., John Hurd, Natasha Kinski. I'm talking about 1982's American erotic horror film directed by Paul Schrader, Cat People. Oh, wow. Now, this movie is deranged. I think it was on a list of movies back in the day when iTunes first had their movies. The film on iTunes with the most nudity in it. Uh. Because the <laughs> the main character is basically naked for half the movie. I don't know why I'm telling you that. Just I mean, it's not the only reason why I watched the movie. I mainly watched it because I had heard it was so crazy. Malcolm McDowell's in it. That should tell you everything you need to know. Basically, cats possess different characters. And the movie famously ends with this crazy scene where uh, the one uh, main character, John Hurd, is just looking to the eyes of a panther. And it that which is the monster. And just a lot of awkward eye moments with the cats. So since there's so much nudity in that movie, is the original cut the butthole cut? The- <laughs> <laughs> wow. So much wrapped up in that comment. <laughs> Musicals I- and stuff. <laughs> you know, I need to watch this movie. I've only ever seen the original iteration of that movie oh. from the 40s, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's cuz it was a re- it's a remake. 
it is okay this one's deranged i mean there's like there's an autopsy scene that's just and the cat and the body and the and they find the oh the body within a body you don't <laughs> i don't even know what to tell you it's crazy check it out if you're that way I don't know which way that is, but <laughs> <You're> so, that <laughs> <way>. so, <laughs> if that's your thing, dive in. Kyle, what do you got? What's your, what's your next so, one? <laughs> so I just watched a documentary about the the making of this movie, and I found out about the the behind the scenes of this particular scene. So being a child actor is tough, uh, but being a child actor on a scary movie is even tougher. And when they intentionally want you to be terrified, that can be even worse. So in the situation, this girl who was probably six years old uh, was was she put her on a on a on a seesaw essentially so she's being lifted up so they told the actor keep your eyes closed and your mouth closed and look away and then when we say action then turn and so what it was is he had his eyes were red his fangs were out and he was holding her up in the air and he screamed and hissed at her and she was so terrified she couldn't even scream so the first take was just her going (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> and of course, I'm talking about 1987's The Monster Squad. Uh, uh, there's a terrific documentary that just came out about it called Wolfman's Got Nards. Uh, it's about the fandom, but it also <laughs> take it also all the people in there talk a lot about what they did. And so we get to see this this girl who's now grown up. Um, right. Uh, like talks about that and still remembering that Dracula holding her by her neck and hissing in her face. And she still has that very, very vivid memory of it. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. That's one of the ones you love. Um, Ray, what do you got? What's number two? Well, very smooth transition here, Mr. Olson. (laughs) Uh, I am going back to 1943 to the very first movie cinematic universe. And the movie that I chose is Frankenstein meets oh. the Wolfman. Oh, nice. Which is really it, it is a sequel to two movies. It's a sequel to The Wolfman from 1941 and it is a sequel to Ghost of Frankenstein. And in this movie, Larry Talbot who is the Wolfman is brought back to life and he is trying to find Dr. Frankenstein thinking that he is the only person that can cure his lycanthropy. And what happens is he winds up in the ruins of the Frankenstein castle and encased in ice is the Frankenstein monster in this film played by Bela Lugosi. Oh yeah. They come face to face through the ice. Mm. Oh, very cool. Nice. Nice. And I love how you got a little thing going on here. Yeah. It ends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tried for a third, but it didn't happen. No, that's my original list. I had a theme, but I forgot my screen. Um, All right. My next one is uh, this is kind of weird. I know this is a camp movie for a lot of people, but I really do enjoy it. There is a uh, a crazy scene. Well, there's a bunch of crazy scenes in it, but uh, this is a science fiction horror film directed by Rennie Harlan. It's 1999's Deep Blue Sea. And specifically, oh. the scene I'm talking about is uh, Stellan Skarsgård is uh, playing Dr. Jim Whitlock, and they've got a shark. This involves sharks, right? And he's kind of like getting down. They're all having a conversation. You don't see this coming. It's a, it's a jump. It's a jump arm bite scene <laughs> where his arm gets bitten off because he kind of connects eyes with the shark. And it's ridiculous. And it's insane. <laughs> Most of that movie is. is ridiculous. Most of that movie is. But I got to tell you something. I find it in- incredibly enjoyable. And LL Cool J. <laughs> Is uh-huh. the best in that movie? Um, no, I really do get a kick out of it, but that's that's my second second pick. Deep Blue Sea, okay. Kyle. 
Back to you. Uh, okay, so uh, while many people are fans of the Fast and Furious franchise, I, I'm one of them, and they think of that's what they first think of when they think of Vin Diesel. Not for me, because my first experience of Vin Diesel was Richard P. Riddick uh, in a little film called Pitch Black. Oh. And so the the moment I'm talking about it, especially, is not necessarily when they first see the monsters, but when Richard has, I say Riddick, Riddick has figured out that there's a blind spot. And so he actually goes eye to eye with the creature because he realizes that if he stands right in their the middle of their face, they can't see him. Yes. Dude, that is such an amazing pick. The movie's amazing, <laughs> too. That movie is fantastic. That uh, Once again, that really holds up. So if you only know Vin Diesel as family, uh, family, cars, cars, family, you really <laughs> need to see Riddick because he does a whole different thing in those movies. Oh, no, that no, that movie, the sequels, I don't know. Uh, I'm a fan of the sequels, too. Okay. But, yeah, the, but really, if you need to see it, Pitch Black is the movie to see. No, the original yeah. really does. It it still holds up, and yep. it's fantastic. And stuff that you don't expect. I mean, there are twists. Oh, that, yeah. That's totally some really good jump scares. Nice. All right, Mr. Ray, what do you got? What's your number three? Well, Rob, I'm going to take a leaf out of your book and go with another LL Cool J vehicle. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, now, hear me out. Okay. Because you might you might not immediately think, well, it's not a monster. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that sounds just like Rob. <laughs> kind of does. I am going with the 1998 film Halloween H20. Oh, not Halloween H water. It's not H two O. Is that not? Is that one? <laughs> it's H twenty. Damn it. Anyway, um, and I say he's a mo- Michael Myers is a monster because he's not human. Oh, sure. Oh, that's good. Any, but anyway, uh, obviously he's after his sister, uh, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, and there is that. It's it's not a good movie. Halloween H two O is not a good movie. <laughs> but there is that one really, really great scene where the the whole movie, Jamie Lee Curtis is just paranoid. Michael Myers, my brother, is going to find me. He's going to find me, even though I'm in hiding and I've changed my name and I live all the way across the country now. They finally come face to face on either side of a door with a circular window and they're both looking at each other and they have this moment where they're just staring at each other and it's just so iconic. Uh, and as a huge Halloween fan, those are the kinds of moments you live for. So, yeah, Halloween H20. That's a good pick. I, I would say my favorite moment from that is when she sends all the people away and then turns around and closes the gate. Yeah. Just, I was like, oh, yeah. And I say, yeah, that movie, I, I, I agree, is not not terrific. But, like, that's the moment for me that was fun. And I, I feel like that moment is almost what the remake, that the, the the reboot, whatever they just did recently, was based on. They kind of right. looked at that and went, what if we a whole movie like that? And that's what it came. Absolutely. And and uh, just to tag on to that, you, you saw, obviously, the Halloween Kills trailer that just dropped. Uh, yeah. recently. Yes. Uh, is that Halloween next year? next year? Next year. Yeah, it's yeah. next year. Okay. They're they're being uh, cautiously optimistic, which is good. Yeah. Uh, good pick. No, that's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so my closeout one, it's a sequel that I know doesn't get a lot of respect, but I got to tell you, the scene that I'm referring to here, I really love. Danny Glover just pulls this off. I'm talking about the 1990 American science fiction action horror film, Predator 2. <laughs> and I'm specifically talking about... Which is honestly the best scene in the movie for me. The slaughterhouse scene Uh where Danny Glover has got the predator down on the floor. 
the mask is off. And he basically says, wow, you are one ugly. And the predator wakes up, finishes the sentence. <laughs> and then hilarity ensues. Um, yeah. I got to say, it's it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. But yes. it's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty music. It's the callback, obviously, the first movie with Schwarzenegger. Um, it just it's one of the well, it's the two two scenes in this movie that and then the final scene where he sees all the skulls in the in the predator ship. Yeah. Um, should you watch it? Probably not. Go to YouTube. <laughs> Find the scene. But that's my that's my third one. Well, wait, we didn't have any steals. No, there's a couple I thought were going to be pretty obvious that I tried to steer away from. Same here. Did you uh, do you have any extras? Do you have any backups? Well, I know I know you guys did some some different alternate things. So let me tell you what my alternates were uh, before you, because I think your twos are going to be on the same theme. Um, the first three things I thought of, I realized. Oh yeah, they don't have any eyes, so it wouldn't count. <laughs> so it was Dune. Turns out sandworms don't have eyes. Uh, it was Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, Audrey doesn't have any eyes, uh, and aliens. The aliens have no visible eyes. So I thought, yeah, those. Uh, well, there's some great face-off, eye-to-eye moments. They don't really have eyes, so I thought they would be disqualified. Oh, okay, interesting. Well, our joke was was that Ray. I don't know if you did the same thing I did. At first, I thought it was just eye-to-eye contact, and thank yeah, God I yeah. did my homework, so I knew. But um. Like, okay, the two, I'll just give you two of the ones I picked for that. If it was just eye to eye, human to human, um, I actually picked uh, 1989's Glory, which is the movie about uh, the 54th uh, Massachusetts Infantry Regiment. It was the Union's uh, first African-American regiment in the American Civil War. Edward Zwick, right? Uh, Yes, Edward Zwick, yes. And it, there's a scene where Matthew Broderick's commander, his, his, his character, watches Denzel Washington uh, get flogged. And the eye to eye in that scene is just absolutely insane. Mm. Uh, it's an incredible scene. And then my other my other scene was from a really wonderful movie that I love called October Sky. Mm. Oh, the math movie. Yeah, uh, with uh, it's the story. It's the true story of Homer Hickam, who was basically a guy who grew up with a fascination for the space program. Um, and there's a scene between Jake Gyllenhaal and Chris Cooper. They're playing the father and son, and he's basically telling him that you know uh, Werner von Braun isn't his hero. And one of the great things I love about it is it's an amazing scene because it the script was tight in that he doesn't, he's basically telling his dad, you think Werner von Braun's my hero, the great rocket scientist. No, he's not my hero. And he's, and he's obviously meaning and saying, you're my hero, doesn't say it, implies it, walks away. It's amazing. Did you have alternates, right? So I had one backup monster pick, which was uh, Dana looking at Zool in the refrigerator. In oh, Ghostbusters. that's a good one. Oh, good, good pick. And then um, for just general eye-to-eye contact, I had the Muppet movie. <laughs> Whenever Miss Piggy sees Kermit for oh, the first time. The glow and, in the... Right. Oh. Um, That's a good one. Whiplash. The, oh, yeah. The, en- the ending scene. And I had Rear Window. Whenever mm. Thorwald looks up and finally sees Jeff looking at him from across the courtyard. Good. All right. Those were, that was surprisingly deep. I wish I could come up with three too, because you guys, all I can think of is uh, De Niro and Pacino in heat. The first time they lock eyes. Well, that are, or all of inglorious bastards. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I know there was a great uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino discussion last week, but yeah, yes, there was. All right. So, okay. So theme for next week, we've got uh number five in the aquatic killer series. This is a movie. I, I've not heard of this movie until, until getting ready in the heart of the sea. It's from 2015 directed by Ron Howard. 
amazing cast. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, Tom Holland. Uh, I mean, it's the story. It's based on the true story that inspired Moby Dick. And my uh, friend Laurie refers to this as the Chris Hemsworth isn't wet enough movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> trailer, you so she went. She went to see what Crips Hemsworth, and apparently there was not a wet enough what Crips Hemsworth for I, her. So, okay, yeah. Um. So what do we got? All right. So, uh, what do we think? We're thinking. Uh, I think that we ought to go with two leaders butting heads. Okay, right, I can see that. That's that's got some like a, options. I can see, like you know, <laughs> just whales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, no. a, I, I like the uh, boats and storms, except that I feel like that's going to be fairly limiting in terms of what they're going to pick. I mean, there's been, a, uh, I guess, a fair amount of movies set on the ocean and things too, but I feel like there'd be a lot of steals, but maybe that would be entertaining too. I did like uh, real stories behind famous novels. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one too. And like well-known novels. Well, I don't have to put that in there, but you know, famous. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, the same thing, but I mean, Moby like, Dick is something that you know, most people do know. I mean, I can't pick one that like the dude across the street from me wrote that no one's yeah. read. <laughs> Self-published, probably not. All right. So let's see. We'll go two leaders, two leaders, butting heads, real stories behind famous novels. What do we think is the third one? Boats and Storms. Oh, Boats and Storms. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know yeah. what? I think there's a lot of stuff. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Not giving any hints for anybody. <laughs> yes, right. Do it. <laughs> no, I think those are all great. Um, and I definitely was really interested. I definitely want to check that out. So that's pretty great. Guys, wow. I know this is a marathon uh, episode, but what <laughs> fun. How exciting. Do uh, Do you guys have any final any final thoughts? I'm just glad Friday the 13th is over. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Whew, made it. Saturday the 14th. Woohoo. The boo box. Well, I, it almost uh, makes you want to watch Hook again, but then I remember what Hook is like, and then oh, I don't want to watch Hook again. Nah, I'm gonna go can, watch the thing. The yeah, there thing. you go. Let's watch the thing to celebrate our victor, RJ. There we go, RJ McReady, uh, victorious in. Uh, I don't know if this will be an annual thing. Probably not. Uh, tournament. <laughs> this was amazing. Uh, my, my only my only uh, sadness of the the whole thing was that uh, Hector Barbosa was not on the list. Oh, so Captain Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, I had a couple. Rush. There was uh, Prince. Yeah. Who's the guy from uh, Flash Gordon? Prince Val, not, uh, Zoltan. Ooh, yeah, that was one. He had a really bushy, really yeah. tight beard. Uh, the, yeah, Brian, pretty much Brian Blessed in any yeah. movie. You could no, just, there, just, there just put Brian there. Blessed on the list. I almost <laughs> thought of putting Jesus against Moses, but oh, oh, okay. Charlton Heston. <laughs> anyway. All right, you know what? Hey, with all this, uh, you know, talk of our lists and our topics and everything else, you get those three that we just decided on. You have an opportunity to vote for those. And if you would like to vote in next week's list challenge, it's simple. Head over to the Show Talk channel in the Next Real Discord community, and you can lend your vote to the chaos that is list picking and movie sabotage each week. Bob, how do I get access to the Show Talk channel? Well, okay, wait. I knew you were going to go there, but I just wanted to add, please know that we count all votes. Our tabulating <laughs> doesn't take a month. <laughs> all votes count you can get in there as long as you're I'm in. from Pennsylvania so I can't <laughs> say anything well dude I gotta tell you something I've seen in Arizona uh, <laughs> anyway okay so again for international mean, listeners you just know that mm, yeah. bit of a dumpster here uh, so, <laughs> so that's but Kyle great question how do you get Thanks. registered to vote how do you do that all you have to do if you want to register to vote 
in in having your voice heard and dictating where this story goes, uh, just head, democracy. head over to patreon.com slash the next reel and become a, a supporter of the next reel family of podcasts for $5 a month. You'll become a concessionaire supporter and get access to show live streams as we record early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed and access to the super secret member channels in the next real discord Super secret. there's no mary riley's though well actually there could be a mary riley what do i know if you're named mary riley and you want to come in and be a part of this you can't good god all right hey everybody <laughs> gentlemen always a pleasure such a joy we thank everyone for tuning in please uh, again take care of yourselves be kind be well and until next time We'll see you soon. Enough said. Happy Movember. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.